Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Let's talk business with Ford Lease. Hassle-free vehicle leasing. Search Ford Lease to find out more. I, Philip, take thee, Elizabeth, Alexandra, Mary. To heaven to hold, from this day forward. You're right to call me an outsider. I was an outsider the day that I met the... 13-year-old princess who would one day become my wife. The foundling. Don't call him that. Why not? Call him by his name. If you have one. We know all about your lot. Your sisters are all Nazis. They're all married to Nazis. According to prominent Nazis. Your mother's a mental defective. Just out of a sanatorium, a Hun nun. Locked away in some asylum, you're no one. You're the reason we're all here. That is my favorite child. We have a new sovereign, young and a woman. Alice hold it up in ten. No, sir, if you don't mind, the crown takes precedence. Probably why? to let the Princess Elizabeth undertake the Commonwealth's floor. It could be years, more likely months. My husband and I are deeply touched by our working here. Now, it remains only for me to pass on the apologies of my father, King George. He will be here with you all again very soon. Don't you get sick of it all? And lonely? I do, which is why it's so important to have the right person by your side. Well, that's obviously from the Crown series on Netflix, hugely popular, portraying Prince Philip. And as we headed into the weekend, the news broke of his death. Uh, the Duke of Edinburgh, as he was known, aged 99, due to turn 100 in June, he passed away at Windsor Castle. And uh, joining us now is Limerick woman Hilary McGann from Newsfix. Now, she covered uh, royal matters uh, based in London with CNN as well. And good morning to you, Hilary. Morning, Joe. How are you? So, look, the crown is what it is. Um, you know, it's fictionalised, but uh, based on fact, it's caused a lot of controversy itself, particularly yeah. in Britain. But uh, how accurate is the portrayal in overall terms, taking artistic licence into account, of uh, the late Duke of Edinburgh? Well, I don't think, it, when you look at the first season, and I actually watched it again over the weekend, a couple of episodes, uh, I don't think that there was much controversy really in the, the first series because it was so many decades ago. I think uh, really the royal family had uh, some issues with the, their portrayal in the most recent season. And that was always going to be a sensitive one because it featured Diana. But if you look back at the first season, it's actually kind of a lovely way for people to to learn bits about the royal family and the significance of having such a young queen and the role that Prince Philip played by her side. I think he really kind of pushed the boundaries a little bit in an institution that, you know, was timeless and wasn't that quick to move with the times. Prince Philip was very much the one who organized for the Queen's coronation to be televised. He was the first to be um, interviewed on TV himself. You know, he was very innovative. And so I think a lot of that kind of did really come through in that series. Uh, but you know, I mean, obviously, look like any series that's be taken with a pinch of salt, but it's an easy way to look back. And, and yeah, no, I, I switched back on straight away after hearing the news the other day. Yeah. 
it's kind of interesting that somebody who ended up married to the very top of the British establishment, in ceremonial terms anyway, in the Queen, ended up dealing with so much snobbery himself from parts of the British establishment. Um, I know. It, it, it's really amazing in, in one way because I did, a, I did a lot of research myself from a professional point of view into Prince Philip and I thought one of the things that really, really struck me was um, during his engagement to, Prince, um, to Princess Elizabeth at the time, he was given a tour by, of, of Windsor Castle by um, a, cour- a courtier. And apparently he was kind of being spoken down to a little bit and there was kind of, you know, a little bit of snobbery in it. And he was very quick to remind the courtier that his own mother, Princess Alice, was born in Windsor Castle. And so it was really interesting. You know, he is a prince in his own right. And he's actually from two European royal families. You know, he descends from Queen Victoria and King Kristen the Ninth. Um, it might have been from less illustrious branches, but he was absolutely uh, blue-blooded royal. You know, there was no doubt about it. So I always found that really, really interesting. It was as if um, a British aristocrat would have been more suitable rather than a prince um, himself, which I, I find really, really fascinating. Yeah. Now, look, you can't ignore the politics of Ireland and all of this. And, mm-hmm. you know, the the British crown and we're in the middle and under normal circumstances, if it weren't for COVID, we'd be spending a lot more time talking about um, the centenary of the War of Independence and the build up to the Civil War mm-hmm. and all and of that. And, yeah, all, yeah, exactly. All, all of those complicated moments that we're still living with today. So it might be hard for people here looking across the water to figure out why the royal family still is such a hold and why they're in a period of national mourning now for the death of the Queen's husband? Well, actually, I think it can be explained in a way in this, if you look at the, the visit to Ireland actually in 2011. To me, that represented a, um, why the Queen is held in such high regard in, in the UK um, and internationally as well, I suppose. Uh, during that visit, I think... You know, and, and Irish politicians were the first to say how successful it was. Really, the Queen and Prince Philip were able to achieve diplomacy more than any politician, elected official could achieve because they were above politics. And during that speech, the Queen, um, I'm, I might be paraphrasing here, but the Queen basically said, you can bow to the past without being found by it. And I thought she, her speech was, brilliant in the sense that it recognised all sides. And you have to remember that Prince Philip was basically raised by his uncle, uh, Lord Mountbatten, who was subsequently murdered in 1979 by the IRA. So if it touches anybody in the UK, it personally touched that family. Um, And I think that you can see why they have such an influence, because they're above politics. They... You know, people, generally speaking, I'm here nearly five years, Joe, and they just feel like they're They represent them very, very well. And, you know, the international interest in the UK really is connected to the royal family. And I think for a lot of people here, like I spoke to a lot of friends and my mother-in-law was very emotional after Prince Philip's death. I think it just represents the end of an era. They know no difference. Like the Queen and Prince Philip are just a constant yeah, the in an ever-changing world, kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, we're chatting to Limerick woman Hilary McGann of News Fix. The here she refers to is London, where she's been for the last few years. Uh, let's just hear yes. uh, what people on the streets of uh, Limerick have been saying. 
I have heard that, yeah. Yeah, sad news, isn't it? It's sad news, like, you know yourself, like, I mean, I I don't think I know too much about the royal family anyway, but, like, it's always sad news, like, I mean, he's kind of a public figure anyway, so yeah. that is sad, and he was he was quite old as well. Like, he was yeah. 99, and he was in, in pretty much bad health the past three or four years anyway, so I just sad, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I suppose in Limerick, do you think people are much concerned with it, or would you, you yourself wouldn't be, would you? It depends on the person, really. Like, I mean, there is people around here who would be sad, like, because, I mean, the, the royal family is quite popular anyway. But uh, personally, I am sad, but I, I don't think it's going to change my world, and I def- definitely won't cry about it. But yeah. it's sad, no, none the least. Have you heard about Prince Philip passing away just, no. just there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Yeah. Yeah, he just he he just passed away, so it's just been announced. I suppose he was 99 years old. Would you be much concerned with the royal family or would you would you follow oh, it at I all? I would. You I would? would yeah. So you're sad to hear it? Yeah. yeah. I'd be sad now to hear that because I think both of them, the Queen and him, were great. I think they did great for in later years for like going to Cork to the, the market there and bringing peace and it was great I think they were both of them did great yeah yeah, yeah. so sad to hear he was sick though for a long time wasn't he yeah, yeah. I think uh, he had he had to get treatment for 28 days or something yeah. so but I suppose it is not that it's a surprise but you know he, he was after going home again from hospital so maybe people thought he was back on yeah. the up again so yeah. I suppose it will be a very sad time and I suppose anyone that might have um, lost someone during the pandemic yeah. it, w- it will be tough yeah, yeah. exactly and he, I think he had a very hard life when he was younger and his mother there I don't know I think she only died a few years ago but it's sad it is very very sad I'd say he'd be missed over there because he was a great grandfather and everything like but the pandemic that makes it worse for everyone doesn't it some people in Limerick talking to our own Maxine about the death of uh, Prince Philip. Um, and uh, Hilary McGann is with us from Newsfix. <laughs> I have to say, one of my favourite photos, and I saw a lot of the papers were using it here over the weekend, was the way he eyed up the pint at the Guinness storehouse during that visit with the oh Queen. Oh, my God. And, and do you remember the Ryan Tuberty, uh was trying to encourage him to take a sip? And I think, if I remember correctly, he looked at the Queen and very quickly was told, Nope, we're not going to well, do I this. Think she, I think she went so far as to say to him, Philip? <laughs> Philip? Philip? <laughs> but, you know, I think that was... You know, I just, wouldn't it have been brilliant, though, if he just went, you know what, lads, I'm done. Here, give me that point. And he just, anyway. But, uh, but, and no. you know what? He was the type of man that very well could have, I think. He was... Very, well, he was well that's it, because... Twist, yeah. yeah, it's worth to say, I mean, like, they, they've been using all sorts of euphemisms in uh, the British media over the weekend, you know, mm. uh, didn't suffer fools gladly and uh, quick-witted... The and gaff. The, uh, the occasional gaff. <laughs> but, I mean, he was into his gaffes in a pretty serious way. In fact, the only place he didn't seem to make any real gaffes were visits to Northern Ireland or that um, famous visit to the Republic. Yeah, I mean, he, he was definitely a man of his time and, you know, he wasn't... You're at it now. Yeah. <laughs> you were doing it now, Hillary. I know. He's a man of his time. He was. <laughs> no, but I mean, in the sense that he got away with saying things that just wouldn't happen today. You know what I mean? If you look back on YouTube, there's some hilarious moments, you know, and some kind wait, of... Wait, look, I, I'm not going to read them all, yeah. but, like, but he, here's one, you know, like, he was overheard at Bristol University's engineering facility saying, it doesn't look like much work goes on at this university. 
<laughs> on, a, on a formal visit to a university. I mean, seriously. I he said... He, he, well, he, he launched the Duke of Edinburgh scheme and the Goshka scheme here, the President's Awards, is based on. It's very successful. 2006, he says, young people are the same as they always were, just as ignorant. <laughs> <laughs> and, and here's my here's my personal favourite. Addressing Elton John, he said, Oh, it's you that owns that ghastly car, is it? We often see it when we're driving to Windsor Castle. And then at the Royal and- Variety performance, watching Elton perform in 2001, he said, I wish he'd turn his microphone off. Turn the microphone off? I know, that's, that's one of my absolute favourites, <sighs> you know. Oh, I mean. gee, for a second. You couldn't write it. Right. But, but, but anyway, it's going to be obviously a much reduced funeral and a lot of yeah. family politics in the background of that. It might have suited Prince Harry, for example, to have a much bigger funeral because he's going to be confined with his family. They're at loggerheads. He's going to have to talk to them. He's going to have to talk to them. There's only maybe 30 people at the like, funeral. Um, it's almost like a TV drama in, in terms of how quickly that's happened, that he's been kind of forced back to the UK for this. And... Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think everyone's going to be watching. It's going to be televised. And mm. Yeah. I, All right. I be well, look, listen, I mean, any, any family who loses somebody at whatever age, you know, it's um, it's keenly felt. Okay. Um, and uh, thank you, Hillary. It is amazing. It is amazing how a 99-year-old um, can pass away and it still feels like such a shock to so many people, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Definitely. All right. Yeah. Well, listen, great to chat to you. Thanks so much, Hillary. You too, as always. Thanks, Cheers. Joe. That's Hilary McGann, Limerick woman of News Fix. Check out News Fix on social media. And she's based in London. She covered the royal family for CNN when she was with them in London as well. Call Limerick Today now on 461995.